What's up, mother fathers, sons and daughters, and everybody in between? This week's episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father is brought to you by none other than our friends at KiwiCo and Oro. Uh, we have great deals for both of these guys for you uh, later in the show. But until then, as always, sit back, relax, or baby, keep it moving, uh, and enjoy the show. Listening, you know how we do. Hi, I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, and Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice from all the time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's a duck like a mother father. If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. Sheesh. Gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or you're far, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school. got a job. We just want to know who you are so we can say thank you listening to adulting like a mother father hope you guys enjoyed this now sit back relax and enjoy the show Yay! welcome back to adulting like a mother father i'm daniella monet the mother and i'm andrew the father and we're both hit them adults and if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you so this episode is long overdue. We have had so many um, voicemails come in from you guys. So um, after the break, we'll answer a bunch of your voicemails um, because they're really good. And I really appreciate you guys even sending them. I want to. I'm stalling right now. If you can hear it in my voice. I'm trying to find the freaking number. Call us anytime. 818-659-5142. That actually doesn't sound that bad. You're coming through the head. Kidding me. <laughs> like I've heard worse. It's not good. Babe, I am taking this to the streets. Did anybody uh don't do that. Did anybody uh watch my, you reposted it, right? On Absolutely Instagram? Absolutely did. I was loud and proud about my performance. Last Friday I went to a friend's house and it was freaking amazing. They're like the most gracious hosts and best people. And at the end of the night, um, you know, we were kind of like making our way back to the front of the house and they happen to have like a music room, piano, microphone, all the thing. And they're like, it's karaoke time. <laughs> and of course, somehow Daniela gets coerced into being the one and only act for the night. <laughs> I said, I've got one song for you. Mm -hmm. and they But said, you actually have two. I have two. Well, you have that Christina one. Shut I'll your... I'll never let it go. Okay. That's not the name of the song, but I'll... there's an experience I will never let go. I will never let go. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, that's what, not hold a song. On, what, what was that song? It was beautiful. Oh my! I am beautiful, God. no matter what they say. We're gonna find that recording. Words can't bring me down. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna keep this really short. So one, she had an audition for something. And she came in the closet to record. And of course she was in here forever because she was uncomfortable. And Sweating. I oh yeah. I get, yeah, I get it. But in here forever records. I don't know if I was at work at the time or whatever. She sends, she sends me the audio file before, she's, I can't. before she sends it to her manager to send off for the audition. When, when I say that I was sp speechless, I was speechless. <laughs> but you respond. What threw me was your response. Do you remember what you said? 
Send it. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Because I believed you. And I sent it to my manager. I probably said something like, pretty good. Send it. I can't handle this. And I sent it. And you guys, I didn't get the job. I don't think he sent it off. <laughs> I really hope he protected That's me. That's probably why. <laughs> he said, um, well, I thought this one was right for you, but I think we're going to table it. <laughs> for a blonde (laughs) (laughs) oh god well i gave our friends my best show linda ronstad different drum that song goes way back once upon a time when i was a young child i was over at a friend's house and their parent sang this song well too and i said like i would now that you know me 10 years in i'm gonna do that but i'm gonna do it better your way and from that day on Linda Ronstadt's different drum was all mine. I didn't even know that you knew somebody named <laughs> Linda Rod. What's her name? Rodstad? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So these situations are so interesting when you really know somebody, right? Because <laughs> truth of it is, Daniela loves entertaining. She doesn't get that many opportunities like right now in life. Um, But like she ate this up she was she was so in it to win it and she killed it like the energy was there the look was there the voice was not there but she (laughs) killed it in commitment but just yeah so she commits but i also know that underneath that was a whole lot of sweat it wasn't i wasn't sweating unfortunately i don't have enough practice i was trembling my my throat the vocal cords were like whoa we've been asleep the palms weren't sweaty oh no i don't get that knees weak palms sweaty She's nervous. But on the on surface, surface, she looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But it, she keeps, what is it? I know this. I'm nervous now because <laughs> I'm such a big Eminem fan. It Let's hit our win and our fail. Wasn't that the win? Was that the win? That should be I your got win. Lo- I got lost in the story. Why is that my win? Listen, everyone should know that's everyone's win. Might have been my win to just go there and like hang out and meet some really great people and get so much inspo. And vibes from their place because it was freaking amazing. Follow Wendy Bellissimo on Instagram, you guys. I've tagged her before, but she is, um, what would you call her? She's an interior designer. She's a designer of all things. She has her own line at Burlington. And when I was looking online, I think it's she has stuff at Kohl's and all these other department stores. But um, her home, their home is just gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, scrumptious, mm. delicious, mm. vibey. Mm. What else? No, that's it. You're cut off. Okay, what's your fail? Oh yeah, I guess that was my win. My f- my fail, although like it's kind, of, it's it's also charming in a way, is that uh, once again I'm literally laying on the the closet floor while we record this episode. And as much as it is charming, like I'm looking up at our clothes and <laughs> nothing's organized and it's mismatching, and it's like it feels like. We're in the Our early, life. We're in the, that too. But like we're also in the early days of like just trying to make a dream happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Where you just do what you got to do. It's also like my back hurts from laying oh. on the tile floor. So it's a fail in the moment. It's a fail in the moment, but it's An also ITM. like. TM. But it's also like, you know, look, I'm split between make it work, you know, for any situation and also, like, be more of an adult and commit more. Like, mm-hmm. get get all the setup that you need and, like, just just do that. 
You Same. Know, like chairs, background. No, I know. We're going to get the, there. The proper equipment. No, it is. I know we're planning to do it in the new house, but I'm like, we're also two years in, you know? I know. But hey, this works. <laughs> this works. Listen, we're here and they're here. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Can you hear us? <laughs> okay. Um, this episode's getting a little silly, isn't it? It is getting silly, but it's okay. I'll, I'll hit you with my win and fail. It's pretty brief. My win is that yesterday while the kids were napping in the middle of the day, I told myself, girlfriend, you got to go take a shower and wash your hair. And so I did. And I went the extra mile. I did a deep scalp scrub. Okay. Something I don't do. Maybe I do it quarterly. If that, um, I, you know, shaved what I was left Wait, of the hair on my legs. Yes. I need to understand this because this is not how I wash my hair. When you wash your hair more than quarterly, you don't touch the scalp. Like it's literally just the hair. <laughs> no, I, I wash the whole head of hair. You do touch the scalp. Like Absolutely. your fingers do touch. Okay. I absolutely scrub it with my fingers, but I don't use a scalp scrub, which is a product that you... Should men be doing this also? I, why not? I mean, it's a scalp. It, it, it does, it, yeah, I guess it doesn't distinguish between... No, it doesn't know the sex of the head it's on. Okay. Yeah. It's it's up for grabs. It's there for you. It does sound nice because I, I do get a little flaky sometimes. This is your answer. This okay. is what you need. And it's great to stimulate um, hair growth. Um, there's a lot of buildup on the scalp. I have that. I have hair. Like I do have very, like a full head and it's very thick, uh -huh. but I am getting some grays. So will it help with that? Well, I'd say we're going to start with definitely getting some stimulation going up there, like awaken the root. Mm -hmm. I feel like your roots could be getting tired and there's just stressed. Then like, let's give it a massage. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Let me continue. But my win is that I very rarely take a nap. <sighs> Granted, it was a short one, unfortunately, but to do something for myself. So I took a good shower in the middle of the day, which meant that I could wash my hair and not sleep on it wet. And I put some tanning lotion on my body because I have just been feeling this itch to get back to, I don't know, like a little bit of who I was before. <laughs> Snatched. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a bit more snatched in more ways than one. I want to one day leave the house and maybe turn a damn head. That's what I want. Okay? I think you do that already. That's too kind. That's my new rapper name. Too mm. kind. Can you tell him what Geo's is? Uh, Yeah, he's he's too tight. <laughs> too tight. <laughs> if you guys were to he, ask Geo what his knows, rapper name was, is. he would answer... Too tight. <laughs> I don't even. I don't remember that where that came from. It was like a like a neckline or something. Was too I don't tight. know something you were saying. And I was it's like, too oh, tight. that that's sick. Like, yeah, this is your rapper name going forward. <laughs> okay. And and so now we know. Too tight. <laughs> um. So that's my win. Um. My fail is that it takes this damn podcast to freaking smile together. Sometimes. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's weird. I think we're I, like two ships in the wind sometimes. For sure, for sure, that's very real. I think uh, we have we are just like not in a groove, and we have plenty that we can work on as as a couple, and definitely can make it. Uh, we can both put more effort and make it more of a priority to focus on this and on us. Um, because it it just hasn't been priority 
for for a while now it seems but yeah i feel you i think that's a whole other episode to like really dive into that if if we feel comfortable doing that sure but it's nice to have a smile I like know. we're smiling here this has been like silly and goofy i love it yeah it feels good that's on my vision board my most recent one that i started to put together in my brain a, f- a much jokier time much jokier yeah I just, yeah, like I think one of the reasons why I'm entertaining the idea of going back to work and finding different, which I can talk about this probably in the future, but I have this really interesting opportunity that came up that I feel like I truly manifested, um, which I'm so excited about, but it got me thinking about why it got me so excited. And it's because there's a big piece of me that just likes to joke and I haven't been joking enough in life like I haven't been yeah and I'm just ready to just yeah be funny okay I'm with you I'm with you not mad at that cool thanks for laying that on me yeah I love that it took the podcast for you to tell me that one (laughs) welcome to the show adulting like a mother father (laughs) okay let's take a break um And let's get to your voicemails because we have a lot of adults that came through. Ready? Ready. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. We all know the school year will be filled with transitions, whether your kids are going back to school or logging into a classroom from home. And as parents, uh, it can often be time consuming to give your kids the extra help they might need this school year. Well, here's a bit of help hands-on science and art projects you can get delivered straight to your door. That's right. You guys, we've been um, a big fan of KiwiCo since Gio was born. I remember the first box that he got because I remember opening it and thinking, oh my goodness, like these We're are here. some of the first toys he's ever going to have. And mm-hmm. it was so exciting. And he, and honestly, he gravitated toward, towards it very quick. He was a newborn, maybe a few weeks old when we got our first box. Um, and they had these like interesting black and white cards with he shapes loved on them. those and what he loved about them is it would literally grab his attention and we would just move it around turn it around flip it upside down do all these things and it was really great for like that um i guess tracking is what they call it where you're like you know getting them to learn how to follow things yeah and study things and yeah and it would get him to focus too like i don't before that like i don't really remember him focusing on any one thing for more than like a second here a second there yeah it's funny only parents would understand what we're talking about when you're like whoa look at him tracking things uh-huh. but now you mean speaking his of tracks, we, we got um a box for him recently and it was more age appropriate for where he's at now which is almost two and there were these actual tracks that you put together they were puzzle pieces and you put a little ball and it kind of just tracked like you can push the ball through the tracks and he got to build the track himself which took me back to my childhood when I used to build tracks for my cars and yeah you're a track girl I was a track girl for sure um so anyways the whole experience is really fun for really both of us and I personally am a huge advocate for KiwiCo because well a few reasons I think um it's hard to, to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. And KiwiCo does all that legwork for you so you can just spend the quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all age. So we now have 
the boxes for ivory. So we're doing it all over again. And everything gets shipped to your door. So there's no commitment. You can just pause or cancel anytime. It's really, really easy. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Right now, get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash adulting. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Hi, Danielle and Andrew. My name is Dara. Um, love you guys. Love your show. Love watching you guys raise your babies. I have a nine-month-old as well, and I'm vegan, and I just am wondering how you guys manage to make all the meals that you make for Geo and Ivory, because I'm really struggling finding the time, because I'm home alone most of the time, and I just want to know how you guys prep the meals. Do you guys prep meals, or do you just make them all day, every day? So let me know. Thanks. Hi, Dara. Um, okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not very organized when it comes to planning the kids' meals. The easiest way that works for me, and I guess for us, is I, you know, we're home a lot, right? We're home all day too. So anytime we're preparing food for ourselves, and usually that's me, um, I just make something that's similar to what I'm eating or exactly what I'm eating, depending on what I'm eating, for the kids. So I'll give you an example. If I'm like, I don't know, stir frying like some vegetables, I'll put aside like some of the squashes and the softer foods and just sort of mash the back of a, like using the back of a fork, mash it up for ivory. And then Gio obviously eats things whole and, and can do it that way. But I think that's the easiest way that's worked for us is just sort of feeding them a variation of what we eat. Yeah. hundred percent. And full transparency, you know, we're fortunate enough now that we have Mimi around Monday through Thursday. So, you know, before Mimi, the the cooking pretty much all fell onto us. And when I say us, I mean Daniela. Um, but with Mimi around, she's really helpful in that regard too. So she'll she'll help do lunch like two, sometimes three days a week. Um, you know, a little meal here and there for the kids. So we're really lucky in that regard. We have some extra help and she's also really good. And like understands how we, how we want to do it and how the kids like to eat. Um, but like Daniela said, it's, it's kind of just like, it just follows our eating habits and our lifestyle. If that Mm, makes sense. Yeah. That's just for me. That's been the easiest. I think when I tried with Gio to make him separate meals, um, usually it would all go to waste because I would plan in advance and I'd put them in the little like jars and then they would just sit there and they wouldn't get eaten in time and he would end up eating something that I had made that day and then I'd be like, I'm just going to roll with the punches the best that I can. Yeah. One more thought. I don't know if this is like what you should be doing or not because we and the kids all need to eat variation, but in some ways consistency is good, right? You, you do want the variation, but at the same time, if you can make the same breakfast two, three days a week, like it just makes it a little bit easier because once you've done it several times, it becomes really easy to do for yourself. You do it without even thinking. Um, so that's another little tip that, that like I can think of because when I do meals for him, oftentimes like I'll do the same thing at least twice in the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, okay, next question. 
Hey guys, it's Heather from Florida. I'm a pre-podcast fan. Um, I've loved both of you for a long time. My question is, how did you as parents and partners decide to either spank or not spank your children? Uh, you don't seem like a spanking type of parent, so I'm just wondering if you ever discussed it with each other or if you guys just always assumed you were on the same page about it. My follow-up question is, if you're willing to share with us about it, or you think as a child, and how do you feel about that now? Uh, thank you so much for everything. Bye. Oh, Heather, good question. Um, well, first of all, thank you for that. T- to answer it, we do not. Um, and it's kind of funny because it's not really something that we've discussed. No. I think it's just it's just like a vibe. It's a known thing that, that we're not doing it. Um Everybody's going to have their own opinion on this, so I don't want to put anything out there that's too strong. I believe that I was spanked as a kid. So number one, I, I if I was, I barely remember it. So it tells you how much like I think about it and what it's done to me. Number two, I'm convinced that I was early on in childhood, at least at least once or twice or a few times. Um, but I don't have any ill feelings about it. I think that that was just. I was just more part of the culture at that time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I don't know if I can add to it. I mean, it's not something we do and it's not something I would probably do moving forward. Um, And I don't know if I was either. So again, like if I was, I don't remember. Who would have spanked you? Mom Um, or dad? Gosh, that's a good question. And that's like a weird thing to kind of think about. Like I couldn't picture either one of them doing it. Uh, I, I honest, I don't think maybe my, I, I don't know, maybe my dad, but like, I don't even think he would have done that. I couldn't picture that today. No. And, and definitely well, not my weird. mom. It'd be weird today, but yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Just um, saying. so hopefully that answers your question. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm glad you guys are asking interesting things like that because it brought this topic up for us. It's yeah. Interesting to me too. I feel like I want to ask Rebecca now. Oh, Rebecca, which Rebecca is, um, what do you, what would you call her? Like our counselor slash like, she was my mommy and me instructor and, and Andrew's, uh, daddy and me instructor. Like we, yeah, there's like a daddy group. There's a mommy group. We Um, used to do it when Gio was younger and she is incredibly insightful and just someone that we still lean on today. And I would, I would actually like to know her. Yeah. Her opinion on Done. that. We'll ask and then uh, we'll report put back. it back out there somehow. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Hi, Daniela. Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for taking my question. And thank you so much for providing such a good resource and an outlet to just get out all the feels to be 100 with your audience about life and it being tough and how we cope and how we manage. I really appreciate everything you guys do. And I love the show and I love following your family. Uh, my question is, so I joined the adult or the Fit Like AMS fam back when we first started, and my question is actually about disappointment. I went through a couple of really hard life things, adulting things, right as the challenge began and quickly fell off the path, and I have been just really struggling with being disappointed in myself to not have the motivation yet to get back on the horse. And I just kind of wanted to know 
how you guys deal with disappointment like that, whether it's in your fitness or just adulthood in general. Um, and if you could share some motivation to get back, get back at it. I think you guys are killing it. I appreciate you guys taking my question. Thank you again for all you do. Love you. Okay. I'm going to jump on this one because I, if I'm being one hundo with you, like haven't been as dedicated as I wanted to be. Um, and I certainly am doing more than I was before. And I am pushing myself more than I was before the challenge started. But I am also disappointed in myself because I thought that I was going to have this not an extreme transformation, but just sort of like, you know, come out of this feeling and looking my best and so on and so forth. But it just, life is rough. And I'm sorry that you're going through some hard things. I, I, I don't know exactly what those are, but I can imagine that really anything can throw you off track when it comes to fitness. Cause I feel like for most of us, it doesn't hit high on the priority list. So, um, you're not alone if that makes you feel any better. And in terms of motivation, I mean, I'll give you an example right now. We're recording at almost 10 o'clock at night and it was because we were in the gym at nine something. And, you know, I realized that the only way it'll get done is if you make a point to get out there, no matter what time of the day it is. So I feel better for doing it. Um, and I hope maybe that helps you a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, I think, life happens you know it's just it's just part of it and i think uh i don't think I, I can resonate with it a lot because i often have this mindset of it's all or nothing right so when things aren't going the way i want or i'm just feeling a little down or, or struggling a bit mentally oftentimes like i turn off all the things and the things that like i i know really mean the most to me but it's just for whatever reason it's easy to step away and I lose a lot of motivation. So I, I get it. Um, the one thing that helps me is when you need to just go through the motions, you know, like I, I don't want to go work out a lot of days. I especially don't want to go work out at the end of the day when it's seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Um, but number one, I've, I've, committed so i've got to see it through and uh number two i'll just do the small things that put me into the action like put my workout stuff on put my shoes on stand up you know and start start walking and like it may not be the best workout i've ever had i may hate it through the whole thing but every time you do that especially with those things like working out that really aren't that fun for anybody at any time but make you feel better than you did before you did it you know those things um i'm losing my my train of thought here but like those things are most important to just make sure you go through the motions with yeah I that totally sense? agree yeah for sure um i also want to just say side note andrew's been kicking butt over here <laughs> he's so committed and when he says all or nothing he means all or nothing because there's a lot of things i think um he's almost put aside because he is more focused on working out right now. So there you have it. We're not all perfect, right? That's right. But your abs are. They're getting there. <laughs> I have more than one now. Okay. There's a few more. Maybe we do, um, 
one more and we save some for next week? Sure. Okay. Hi, Daniela, Andrew. My name is Lexi. First off, I want to say I absolutely love your show. It has given me so much insight to just adulting and just life in general. Um, I just want to preface this and say that I'm extremely young. I just turned 21 years old and just got married, and my wife and I are about to start the foster care adoption process. Um, Just a little bit of background. I was adopted from foster care at the age 13, so it's something that I hold very close to my heart. I am now actually working in foster care. That's my career now. And I thought, what better way to grow our family than to go through the foster care adoption process? Um, so I guess the question that I'm asking is, I know that this is going to be a huge adjustment for my wife and I, considering we're young and just got married. My question is, what is your biggest, I guess, um, what is your what is your most valuable advice that you would give to young parents? Um, I know that you guys are obviously a little bit older when you decide to have Gia, which your babies are so cute, by the way. Congratulations. Um, so I guess just what, what is your advice? Because I know we're young, but we, that's just, just what we've decided that we want to do. Um, we're financially ready, and we are just super excited to share our love and share our home with other children who need it. Um, so just if you could give me any advice on, you know, how to take on motherhood for us both and just things that we need to remember. Um, any help is appreciated. So sorry this is all over the place. Hope you guys have a great day. What's up, Lexi? Um, I love your question. Love your story. I think you're an absolute rock star. And it's amazing to me because I just feel like even even though you're young, um, I can I, I mean, I sense through your voicemail that that you you're coming into this position with a lot of wisdom and maturity already. And what stands out most to me is is like your love and excitement mm-hmm. for uh, what's about to come next. And I feel like it's people just like you that should be doing what you're doing. So I think it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, the one thing that we were sitting here thinking like, what, what jumps out at you? There's a lot. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot in terms uh, of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Your life, your life's going to change a lot. Um, so be patient, be willing to adapt. But the one thing in terms of, um, not advice, more so experience that jumps out at me is, make sure you, you make time for yourselves as individuals. And in the beginning, that was really hard for us, but it, it this it's may sound still hard. It's still hard, but this may sound crazy. Like if nothing else, give yourselves like figure out a way to each of you have at least 10 to 20 minutes to yourself every single day. Because, uh, I mean, if it was like our experience, you're going to need it. It's funny because I feel like if you're if you're not yet a parent, ten to, or whatever you said, fifteen to twenty minutes, like that probably sounds shocking, but in reality, you know, it is still hard for us to carve out that time, especially I think for me. Um, and so I think that that's great advice. I think if you know that going into it from the get go, you'll be more prepared to support one another so that you can get that time. And the reason why, and it's so obvious, but the reason why I think you're saying, and I agree, like this is a really good piece of advice. Like the reason why it's so important is that you almost, or at least for myself, like I've lost sight of who I am. Mm-hmm. Like straight up. I, I sometimes I'm just like, I am functioning to keep them alive. Um, I felt that way today. I feel that way often. I literally feel like I could be just 
a, a robot. Um, and not even a good one, like one You're that's starting to look more like a robot. Thank you. I hope that's a compliment. It is. Um, yeah, it's weird. So get ahead of it. Um, I, I will say on the, on the really positive side, first of all, all of this is exciting and I'm, I'm really excited for you because like Andrew said, I think that you're going to be well equipped and it sounds like you guys are stepping into this just with love and excitement and that's really what's going to get you through it all. Um, but what I was going to say is that you're young and even though you, you prefaced everything with you being young, I feel like that's going to work in your favor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Because when I was 21, my lifestyle was so different. I felt like I was a friggin' energizer bunny. Um, and that's the walk I wish I had today. Okay. So I'm actually going to be channeling you, Lexi. You are my new spirit animal. <laughs> um, all right. Well, good luck with everything you guys. Um, let's take a quick break um and we'll come back with andrew's burning questions i also want to give you the phone number so call us so that we have several more voicemails next week to get to it's 818-659-5142 818-659-5142 okay we'll be right back all right everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father All right, all you mofos on the go, we have a great offer for you guys on Oro Mini Meal Shakes. These are the ones that you've probably been seeing me with on Instagram. I've been slugging these recently. Uh, If you've had them, you know how good they are. If you haven't, this is your chance to get them for 20% off with code Andrew20 at drinkoro.com. Listen, guys, these Oro plant-based mini meal shakes were designed for those that are hungry to do it all. They're convenient, nutritious, and delicious, uh, and they are packed with everything your body needs to stay fueled throughout the day. Like I said, they're plant-based. Uh, the taste is freaking amazing, especially on the chocolate one. You're Those, such a chocolate guy. They oh, they just have my heart, man. <laughs> uh, they're 300 calories, which is uh, it's really amazing any way you slice it. Like For those of you who are careful with your calories and uh, you're you're on the go or just busy, if you need to replace a meal here and there, this is great and they're only 300 calories. But if you're like me and you want to add more in between your meals, this is a great way to do it as well. Yeah. And it has everything that you need and more, right? Like in terms of vitamins and minerals. 16 grams of protein, 23 vitamins and minerals. Uh, It's dairy-free, soy-free, lactose-free, allergen-free, gluten-free, GMO-free. But I'll tell you what it's not free of. What? Taste. Where'd you go? Uh, uh, look, seriously. <laughs> you threw him off. <laughs> you threw me off, man. You threw me off. Can we talk about how Tabitha loves them too? You can. Oh my gosh, you guys. We talk about Tabitha Brown all the time. Well, in our real life, not so much here. We, I love following her. I've been following her for ages and she's just this amazing. She's like the mom of Instagram, okay? She has... I would assume like 95 to 99% of people listening to adulting know who Tabitha is. You think so? That's so wild to me. Yeah, she's blown up. That's what's so crazy is that I remember following her when she didn't have a following. And it's just so awesome well, to see someone. Now. No, I know. And she so deserves it. And anyway, she's a big fan of, of Oro. And um, she loves the shakes. And so I feel like we are one in the same. Yeah, basically a family. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... Come on, <laughs> bring it home. Go to drinkoro.com. Use code Andrew20. Get 20% off. Enjoy these shakes. Tag us in your Instagram posts. And just be hungry for life, you guys. Hungry for all of it. 
All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Hey, Andrew and Daniela. I have just a quick question. Well, I guess first off, my name's Kayla. I am from up in Washington State. Love listening to podcasts and following you guys on Instagram. One of my favorite things is when you'll share stories about your kids. Um, loved the stories about Geo and the step ladder last week. Um, and then really related to the potty training as well, as I have an 18-month-old who we just started trying to potty train. He's not quite ready, so we'll try again later on. Um, but my question is around parenting. You guys talk about your kids a lot, and something my husband and I have been talking about a lot recently is just our expectations of our kids and then our hopes for them um, and kind of the difference between the two. So my question is, you know, I'm just wondering, like, what are your hopes that you have for your kids as they grow up um, and the expectations you have of them as they grow up and how that is shaping how you're choosing to parent? Um, and I know that that's kind of a loaded question. Like, we, my husband and I often look at each other and we're like, okay, we know where we want them to get. Like, when they're an adult, we know how we want our boys to act and how we want them to treat people and women and, you know, what we would love to see, you know, as success in their life. We know where we want them to end up, but how on earth do we get there? What do we do day in, day out to get them there? So I'm just curious what, um, you know, if you guys have had any of those conversations and what, yeah, your hopes and expectations are for your kids and um, what you think that looks like day in, day out in parenting to get them to that point. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Um, great job with Fit Like a Mother Father. Keep it up. I'm really enjoying it. And hopefully um, get some answers to these questions. If not, no big deal. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Kayla. Um, this was an interesting question um, because Andrew and I both looked at each other and we're like, uh, we can think about this one for a minute. I'm going to just kick it off. So I think my hopes and expectations for our kids are kind of one in the same. Genuinely, I just want them to be good people and care about, you know, things outside of themselves. You know, it's great to be good at taking care of yourself and I want that for them as well because as I said that I thought wait a second that's something that I'm learning myself right now it's like okay I can take care of other people but can I still manage to take care of myself so the combination of both is what I think is the sweet spot we've actually never really talked about that would you encourage them to take care of themselves first so that they're able to take care of other people or the other way around See, I can't really answer that yet because I find that the phase of life that I'm in right now, I can very much take care of everyone else before myself, but it comes to a point where I start to feel like, okay, I, I can't go much gone. further. Yeah. Without like paying attention to me or yeah. So I guess I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Like she said, I mean, we could think about this and talk about this forever. Like, I could see me and some buddies sitting around the fire at night for hours talking about this. You know, all of us that are newish dads. Not that I even have the opportunity to sit around the fire with my buddies. I'd like to. Where are to. you going with this? 
I'm just saying it's a it's a big question, right? And I, I've thought about this a lot, especially before Geo came into the world. And I like to simplify everything that I can. And I would think like, what are like the two or three things that I would want him to remember in regards to like the lessons that I taught him or things that I left for him, you know, one day when I pass on. And I used to say like, I want to, I want to teach him how to be happy. And I think that's more complex than I, than I thought originally, um, how to be a good person. And, uh, you know, as we're sitting here thinking about this question, I'm thinking definitely hard work comes into play. Like I want to teach him how to commit to something and and see it through. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but to know when maybe enough is enough. Well, maybe that's the balance between us. (laughs) It's wild. You can look at everything and just analyze the crap out of it. Totally. I think that I just want them to have good instincts. I want them to, to think for themselves for the most part and be able to assess things and make a decision. And it may not always be the right one, but learn how to adapt. Yeah. Yeah, being decisive is a good one too. That's it's tough though cuz neither of us are like super decisive. Right, but it is a, it's something that I I strive to be more of and I have moments where I'm a lot more decisive than others and I realize that it has to do with where I'm at in my life. Like have I taken care of myself? Am I in the right headspace? You know, can I adapt quickly? And that usually comes down to good self-care. Like if I'm sleeping well, eating well, Sounds I'm able like this to handle is an more. Important one right now. <laughs> that we should address off the show. <laughs> okay. You know, um, I grew up in a family where my dad was like really big on respect, right? Especially respect for elders and authority and all that. And whereas I don't feel exactly the same way he did, I think that's also something that that's really important to me as well. So like, as these guys are young and grow up, like I don't care who they run across. I I just want them to, to treat people, especially their elders and, and people that, like maybe teachers or caretakers or whatever, like w- with respect, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Next All right. question. Thanks, Kayla. Hello from Florida. I was wondering if you guys have ever had a threesome or if you've ever even talked about having a threesome. A lot of couples are not open to it, surprisingly, and it's very normal for other couples. So I was wondering how you guys feel about it. Thanks. All right. Hello from Florida. Um, no, we haven't. <laughs> Have uh, we not at all? No, I don't think so. I'm joking. Maybe in your dreams. No. Oh my god. There's been some jokes flying around lately around around some swinging action with <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> with our our friend circle. I think these girls think they're way more serious than they actually are. I think they'd freeze up like when the moment came to to actually take action. We should address this and clarify what you're talking about because we did mention on the podcast a few episodes ago that we were going to be going to Paso Robles on a little like wine tasting trip with some friends of ours and that ended up getting canceled because that literally was about to happen and Gio got sick um, as you guys know. He had a cold, and of course, we just took all precautions, canceled the trip, and nobody went. But prior to us not going, we all had this group text message of, like, the rendezvous that were going to happen in Paso Robles with all of our friends that are very much married and have children. Um, and it was a running joke. And honestly, I, I, I ran. I sprinted through that joke, okay? And I didn't look back. What does that even mean? I just was in it to win it. Right. I was like, sign me up, sugar. Gotcha. Okay. Would you actually sign up, though? I don't know. It just depends how many glasses of wine I've had. 
<laughs> it doesn't take much. So, okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So, so yeah, go back to the answer. It's, it's no. Um, would we ever? I don't know. I think it's open-ended like the rest of life. I'll be really transparent. I think, I think in most situations, like I, I don't know if I know a ton of people that I think could, could handle that with no strings attached and just move on about their life together. Like in the same relationship they're in with kids or whatever. I believe that, that it would cause complications in ways that like you don't even think of going into it. So I think maybe it would make it harder afterwards. I think it would be a good experience. (laughs) I mean, yes. Could you even handle it? Let's be very real. No. <laughs> He's shaking his head, but in, actually, you're meant saying to, I, no. I meant, yeah, you're saying I, no. I meant to shake it up and down, but I shook it sideways with my no. <laughs> oh my gosh! I appreciate the question though, because I'm actually quite surprised. Bill. I, I don't speak about this in depth with friends of mine. This conversation doesn't often come up. And you guys know I don't really have a lot of friends, close ones, I guess. But I'm surprised to hear you say that it is more common because, um, which to each his own, run like the wind. Yeah, I got no problem with it. No problem. But you I know just what I think would be so I feel interesting? Like either people aren't open about it with us or it's not happening in the circle that we run with. Yeah, I think it's like other things. They're open with people that. Are open they know, about it. yeah, that are doing the same thing. I got you. Know? I but got it's like you. an underground world. Mm, I see. I see. Where you're going. You know, it'd be super interesting is if if any listener um, has gone down that path. Like, if you were willing to call in and leave a voicemail, you don't have to say your name or anything else. But I, I just would want to know if anybody's done it and what their experience was like, and and obviously if you're comfortable enough talking about it. Yeah, like the aftermath specifically. I would love to know what that looks like. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods.